When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Young Hot Guys is a podcast brought to you by Shane Daniel Byrne. Okay, well, and, a few and more. his friends. And a few more. <laughs> and friends. Yeah. Dinner I'm a little bit sad. Who is the best guy around? Oh, my, oh, my. Is it hot in here or what? You're an attractive guy. It's the fabulous Tony Cantwell. I'm talking about Shane Daniel Byrne. Now bring us a can of re- Lad, you said you were going to sing with me. Oh, my God, it's so embarrassing. Sorry, they're, they're absolutely guzzling cans of light and fresh and crisp re-raw beer here, so they can't, they're not getting on the mic. Okay, guys, I'll be the consummate professional here and tell you that this podcast, Young Hot Guys, is proudly sponsored by Re-Raw Beer. The very cans those boys are guzzling. Killian is looking me dead in the eye here. Shane looks like he can't breathe. But look, uh, they, they sponsor this podcast. We love them. We love their style. We love their beer. Look, I'm speaking from the Cree here, speaking with the full grah here when I say that we like their beer. We like hanging out with them. They're cool guys. Nothing will ever come out about them. They have no skeletons in their wardrobe or anything like that. So we stand by them, even if they are in the middle of being cancelled or anything like that. We stand by them no matter what, no matter what accusations come out. Um, and at Beer on Instagram is where you can find out all your good stuff. They're in Apple Greens now. So Apple Greens not sponsored. Anyway, enjoy the podcast. Lads, finish the cans. Come on. I don't forgive you. I feel like you, I feel like you, you fucked me over at a lecture picnic that year when I told you that joke and I asked you, was it funny? And you said yes. Yeah. And I opened it with it and it was awful. Because <laughs> Billie Eilish had performed in Strad Valley County mm-hmm. Leash in Electric Picnic. She'd rub the eye out of your head and come back for the Eilish. Oh, that's good. That's better than what I had. Yeah. I said, um, hey, so I didn't see Billie Eilish on Friday. Um, I tell you what, she should have called herself playing here. Stradbilly County Leash. <laughs> County Count Eilish. And, you could have uh, left it at Stradbilly Eilish. Stradbilly Eilish. That, that would have been better. I know, I know, I know, I know. And Sorry, was guys, like, we're talking shop here. No, but, the, <laughs> but it was the, grossly unfunny. I realized, and I, yeah. sh- I said it to you. And maybe you were like still like kind of buzzing because you were still like, like kind of nervous energy from just we're all yeah. walking around and you were like, that, no, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it made me laugh. But I don't think I was laughing at the joke. I was laughing at the thought of you telling that on stage. I think that's what was making me laugh. have a bit laugh. more clarity then next so time. I, I was like, yeah, you should say that because I will find it funny. It was good. You chose the right person to seek advice from, though, because Killian is one of the top four comedians. <laughs> in I think of like, you know, Tommy Tiernan, Dylan Moore, Dylan mm-hmm. Kane, Killian mm-hmm. Sunderman. You know what I mean? Everyone yeah, knows. Yeah. Well, I'm obviously not one of the top ten because you're on, you're on, the, bloody, you're on the bloody laugh one laughing. I am on last and one laughing. I just, just heard Graham Norton describe Tony Cantwell as the making him laugh more than anything he's laughed in the last few years. Yeah. Look, How I mean, does that make you feel? You can call me Phileas Fogg. 
because my head is a big balloon now. <laughs> His head wasn't a balloon, famously. But yeah, no, it feels good to have my best friend, Graham Norton, just kind of my peer. <laughs> Respect yeah, yeah, yeah. peer. Um, but it kind of means nothing. I mean, Graham's your friend. Like, I mean, it's true. You'd expect your friend to think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like I'd probably say the same about him. Was the, well, how was the glitzy party affair? It was very fun. Uh, what was really weird was they uh, did like a kind of red carpet thing, blue carpet because Amazon. Yeah, that's what I text you. I was like, Amazon it's really Prime. funny watching all of you. I was abroad, and I was watching all the Instagrams of everyone on the carpet, and mm. I was like, this is hilarious. like. But it's Mar- also like so small. I was laughing at Martin Angolo as is, like Martin <laughs> yeah. Angolo only cares about doing jokes on the stage. He does not care about anything else. Not at all. And he is very good at doing his jokes on the stage. But I was like, the idea of Martin going, okay, I'll go talk on this carpet, really cracked <laughs> like me up. Really people, cracked me up. And they're like, you know, and then they'd be like, you know, uh, you know. So how did it feel? It was hard not laughing. And you'd have to, obviously you, you owe them the courtesy of they're promoting it. So you have to be like, make it seem like this is the only time you've ever said this being like, oh my God, like it was so, you know, you have Do to you know me, like, I'm, I'm, I'm always laughing. I'm always laughing. <laughs> and everyone knows me. Yeah. This is normal. And you <laughs> have Sure, to, I'm on the carpet. <laughs> I'm Kate Blanchett. <laughs> but then you'd have weird ones like, they'd be like, uh, okay, tell us a joke. And I'd be like, oh. And then you'd do it or whatever. And then at the end, there was one where it was kind of like, um, then one of them was like, uh, so look, how does it feel to be in a show, a comedy show, and none of the comedians are sh- the shit ones? <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I don't know if you know my podcast, but I'm well worse used to working with shit comedians, so it was quite was so a different weird. experience. Yeah, I don't know if you've listened to the Young Hot Guys. Name, shame, name <laughs> a shame. Who, uh, who asked No, that? I can't. All right. Well, but they were ahead. very nice. Well, they also asked me, did I say anything that I thought I would get cancelled for? And I said yes, for some reason. So it was a weird environment. And then the Amazon Prime people were like, there was a woman at the end and she's like, okay, Tony, this is the game. I'm going to ask you 20 questions and you need to give me your answer. If you've heard the question before, then you have to say so. And if that is the case, I have to eat something from my forfeit bucket. Do you understand the rules? And I'm like, no. Okay, let's go. And she asked me like 20 questions. And it was like, and like, and you honestly never heard any of these questions before? And I'm like, no. (laughs) I'd just be like, heard it before. And she's just, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Next question. Heard it before. Heard it before. (laughs) She's just gorging herself from her bucket. What's in this bucket? Chicken bones. Chicken (laughs) bones. She's choking on a chicken bone. I said I've heard it before. Yeah. (laughs) Ass to ass. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit of Requiem for a Dream. For a Dream reference. Everyone knows that, of course. references are crazy. Boys of a certain age, that was a very impactful uh, moment. uh, Requiem for a Dream. Anyway, now apparently he is a terrible bastard. Uh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Oh, yeah. Um, So I think let's, let's avoid litigiousness. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it was cool. And you, did you have your hair blow dried? I had my hair blow dried. Oh, I noticed that you didn't get asked what you were wearing. I was watching the Instagram videos as well. I thought I saw all the women were asked what they were wearing, I and then I saw Tony was wearing actually quite a nice, interesting, not your classic kind of. It was a double breast. Just gonna wear my tuxedo uh, suit thing. You were wearing a nice thing, and you weren't asked. Martin Angolo also was wearing something nice. Martin also always looks great. He Martin, does, yeah. <laughs> He's a classic great. comedian. He dresses up in the suit and stuff. Mm. We were given like a budget of like a couple of hundred euro to like to put into styling or whatever. Did you get it for um, free and cute the money? No, because John was all like, no, invoice that. And actually, it's better if you go over so we get the money back quicker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I paid for my stylist, Katie Ruby, who got me like a lovely double-breasted suit and we had a, a hair a, um, hairstylist come in. And uh, my friend Andy from Indigo. Well, can we do it like, like uh, a, can I, because you never got the experience. Oh yeah, yeah do yeah. it now. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Tony, God, it's so great to see you here on the red carpet. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, it's just so, so crazy we're here. Um, so listen, uh, if, you, if, you, if you've if you heard this question before, okay. uh, just tell me and then I'll have to gorge on my own shit. So uh, what are you I wearing? I definitely heard that one before. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yum, 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 yum. Uh, so, uh, Tony, what is it you're wearing? 
I'm wearing what do you call it? It's vintage. Like why do you how do you just say vintage? You just say vintage. Okay. I'm wearing a vintage uh, No, don't say a vintage. I'm wearing vintage and then the designer. I'm wearing vintage Massimo Dati. There you go. Nice. Double breasted with a burner cool uh shacket, uh a Japanese brand of t-shirt, and uh, Clark's shoes. <laughs> That I own myself. <laughs> Did your mom bring you up to Clark's and look around? <laughs> yeah. Did she press the toe on them shoes? They'll do, they'll do. Come on, get out. And it's got a cool hologram on the side that when you press your thumb on it, there's a little devil appears. Tony, do you know what? I had a pair of them Did you shoes have them? years ago with, where there was a fella in, the devil was in a cage in a and he'd press the thing and he was out of the cage. <laughs> and then I went over to my, my cousin's house after school, played around, had a good time, yeah. changed my clothes there. My Auntie Lucy, I went to get the shoes. She said, I gave them to Chernobyl. She gave my shoes to Chernobyl children. To Chernobyl. Oh no, I know. God. I don't begrudge the Chernobyl children the shoes, but this is, I mean, they're Lucky gone. kid. I don't, they were, had holograms on them anyway. I mean, awful what happened to the kid in Chernobyl, but he's got a great pair of shoes. Are the, have the I'm scientists sure uh, figured out whether or not, is it conclusive whether or not you run faster if you've got lights on your shoes? No, that is true. It's not, uh, they, yeah, they figured that out. I would, I would probably run faster chasing a man with lights in his shoes. Yeah, but then does that make the person with the, just, I remember the kids, when I was in school, the kids who had lights on their shoes, they LA said lights. they said it was it made you run faster. And I don't, I don't. They did look like they moved mm. like lightning. I told my mother once when I was uh, maybe fifteen. It was when camera phones were starting to come out. It wasn't like, not like what they are now. They were just like little tiny square pictures. Yes. And my mother, had, I she I had told her recently before this. I said. I never could ask for the shoes with lights. I was too embarrassed to ask for them. I didn't think you'd let me have them. And she was like, why did you not? And she was devastated. She's like, why not? And I was like, I just thought you'd be like, no, we're not having them. You're not getting them. You get these other ones. And she was devastated as oh a God. mother that I wasn't, that she didn't feel. Not and approachable. Then, and then, so in within the, in a few, the following few weeks then, I was talking with, she was like, why would anyone want a picture on your mobile phone? And I was like, I think it's so cool. I think it's so cool. I think that's such a cool thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. And then she cool. listened to that then. And then, so she combined these two things together. And I came in from school, like second year or third year or something like that. And she bought me a new phone with that I could take pictures. Oh my god! Uh, oh, I thought she was going to get like a shoe with nowhere. a phone sellotaped onto it. No, and the camera. it wasn't a shoe. It was actually a nicer thing than that. Was That's it that so Nokia nice. that you could kind of take the bit of um, plastic off? It was cut. exactly yeah. that That's one that you could make your own covers. Yeah, yeah. And it had two hundred. That's that's my first phone too. And it had a torch mm. on it. Yes, yes, mm. that was Very a really good, good and one. The, the polyphonics of those ringtones. It was as close was to that MP3. polyphonic then? I mean, it was very like, before, you know, you had the old ringtones, you know, and all those ones, you know. But this was all like, you know, yeah, I got a phone after that, which had some, when they went like beyond polyphonic and they were actually able to have like little songs on it. And and they really went hard with the ringtones and there was some really funny, just like, Obviously, I don't know, like Motorola were paying people to make ringtones. And there was one we used to listen to all the time called the Ding song. And it went ding, 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 And it was just a guy saying that. Love it. Oh, man. Okay. Let me tell you when I heard the Crazy Frog. I'm going to find it. Of course, it was not called the Crazy Frog. It was called like Motorcycle Guy or whatever, you know. Because I was like, here, listen to this. Guy's impression of a motorbike. And we couldn't, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't move. It was the funniest thing I'd ever heard in my life. And then it was obviously co-opted by that little freak who was meant to come back again last year and didn't. Yeah, there was the threat of him. There was a big hype that he was going to be back. And I think he did, but, you know. No, I can't. I'm looking on YouTube for the ding, ding. 
That's the, all right. The ding, ding, ringtone. Ding, dong, ringtone. You're going to get a doorbell. I'm going to get a doorbell. Do you remember on the old Nokia's you could get like your own little background? It wasn't a photo, but like it was before photos. You could just get your own background. Like instead of had Nokia on it, it would just have like a picture. Yeah, you, you could, could do go little... on like these. You'd look them up online and you could kind of like order one. You get a like, Nike sign. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember all my mates had like just like lewd sexual images, like penetrative, like as their like oh, background. Yeah, yeah. Or a man in a balaclava holding like a fucking Glock. I'm going to say that an was IRA a was a yeah, good yeah, one. Yeah. Um, anyway, was there any other gossip on the blue carpet then? Sorry. Um, Stay on topic. Well, we were, I was, uh, we had a Q&A with Vogue Williams and she spoiled. Uh, oh, I heard this. Was funny. I was in touch with she Emma. She spoiled mm-hmm. who won? Um, she, spo- she spoiled someone's, someone's early departure from, from the series. Did you not str- st- watch it? We did, but two she had watched oh. it. She had watched an episode ahead. Okay. And, uh, and, and, she- and it was like a third question. Um, <laughs> Which is funny. She was actually quite good, but like I'd say, cost you know, cost a fortune. <laughs> How much folk I paid for that? Um, yeah, I was texting you about it, and you were like, "Yeah, it was really great." And then I texted Emma Doran, enemy of the podcast, of course. Yes, of enemy. Course. Um, and she was able to give actual real gossip because she is a woman, and women are better at that kind of thing. I don't have any gossip. I'm, I'm kept out. Well, of some gossip is that me and Peter McGann were voice messaging each other, absolutely furious that we weren't invited. So really, well, I mean, I, I think. Uh, you know, part of the show, we yes. were part of the show yeah. in our own little way. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we tested it for the real comedians. Uh, <laughs> true, true. I was true, invited. True. Yeah, of course, you were invited. Me and Peter are not. They don't want the bad boys of comedy coming along, you know, because who knows what we're going to say. Who like, knows who's, what you're going to say. You know, you put us on that red You'd carpet. You'd probably say like, something cute and twee in Germany. Nah, yeah, I might, just, I might just shake the whole system Peter up, Peter would know? probably call out some sexual uh, <laughs> predators who haven't been named yet. <laughs> You know, a lot of them out there. A lot of them yeah. out there. Uh, yeah, who knows what you'd say. No, I don't have any gossip. I had a wonderful time. Uh, what happened? I tell you, though, Deirdre O'Kane is just like, she's like something out of a Scorsese film. Like at the end, we were like, uh, it was like an open bar. It was also, it was so weird because it was like Amazon Prime putting this thing on and it was kind of like, there was almost like English interpretations of Irishisms, you know. Oh. There was like Twee Grannies walking around kind of rinsing people mm. as you came in. Um, Mrs. Brown's boys. Very Mrs. Brown. Uh, vibe <clears throat> but like they were not discriminating like they were having to go Graham Norton and mm. like you know he was like they were like and now have, have you eaten anything you know have you eaten anything he's like no no I'm fine like he was, like, he was responding to them like so seriously <laughs> no no I'm grand thank you very much um, and then there was like crisp sandwiches but mm. in rolls mm. in kind of like hard white kind of hard soft rolls you know what I mean kind of like a hard bite but like a kind of soft roll okay. and salt and vinegar in there in the crisp sandwich. Okay. Well, you can have that. I I don't know. I think you're. We used I'm to get a, lunch in fourth year. We used to get a buttered roll and uh, buffalo hunky dories. That was the whole lunch. That oh, is a wow. whole lunch. That the is so lunch. filling. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So there was all that, but then afterwards it was an open bar, and that was great. And uh, and then afterwards, Deirdre came. Was all like, it's like okay, we're go we're going to thirty seven Dawson Street. So we we got in like a private car, went to thirty seven Dawson oh, wow. Street. She walked straight up to the bouncer who. I don't think she knew, but she had that rapport with. We're yeah. walking straight down. It was like fucking Ray Liotta in in, uh, wow. in Goodfellas. We sit in the back area. We're given these gold wristbands. And there was like an open bar. And I was like, can I get a whiskey sour? And then everyone was like, what? <laughs> 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 it was like, it's very expensive. I was like, oh, sorry. You know, that's, but they so that's the rubbing shoulders with the gentil, with the top dogs. It's rubbing shoulders. What's it like being back with us, losers? Yeah. We're not Deirdre O'Kane. Yeah. No, you're not at all. Deirdre O'Kane does both, though. She does her works on her material around yeah. the clubs. She does that. Sits on the dirty stairs. Goes, does her little gigs. She does. She does. Yeah, I saw her the day after she'd done the Olympia to like a, over a thousand people. And she was doing cherry comedy with me. 
And I was like, what? What are you doing here? She's like, yeah, I know you back here and and you know back in the shit or whatever. A cherry comedy, great comedy club. She is funny when she does though because she has her glasses on and off like a ma'am. because yeah. she's reading new jokes and she's reading off her notes and she's like, right, we'll try this. And then she yeah, puts yeah. on the glasses and takes them off <laughs> yeah. like a ma'am looking at a brochure for holidays and yeah. it's just really. She looks like she looks like a woman in her thirties, but yeah. she holds a phone like that far away. Yeah, like, like, that's like, it. What? That's what gives her away. It's like you know when they do the kind of like de aging in like the Irishman. But mm. then you see like Robert De Niro try and kick someone's head in and he's all like, you know, it's, he's not quite, you know, you can tell that this yeah. is, that's the kind of vibe, you know. Uh, kind of, speaking of holidays, you just got back from your holiday. I'm just back very tanned. Am I tanned? Not I'm, really. I'm tanned than other people uh, on the holiday. It was a group holiday. I tell you, it was highs and lows. Really? Oh. Well, because I had to go to the doctor and because oh, my yeah. throat was swollen and I went to the doctor and then they gave me antibiotics in the butt. <gasps> not in the butthole. Okay. Just an injection. Wow. And then the antibiotics made me sick. So I had a whole night getting sick. Oh, um, God. And how do you say shitting yourself? Oh, my God. So that was terrible. So then I went back to the doctor again. Then they gave me one of those. Like, you know those injections people get on a plane when they're vomiting? Mm-hmm. I got one of them. Okay. And it just makes it stop. I don't know what's in that. Oh, but my God. But it was God. kind of magic. Wow. But then I had to take a cocktail of drugs all day. So, And I couldn't drink Up anymore. So I was like, I took three butt, four butt injections. Mm-hmm. And then I had to take. And you were, many... you were only supposed to get one, but you just begged for more. <laughs> I was like, "What about?" She was like, "Okay, so you should be fine now. The throat looks good." And I was like, "What about another butt injection? <laughs> <laughs> Coming back every day." I've never met a man. Do you who have loves a butt it. injection from my friend as well, please? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they love butt injections in Spain because I got what one in Spain before. Like? Oh really? Oh uh, yeah. And I got um, I got bitten by bed bugs, and I was allergic. Oh. And yeah, then they gave me uh, another injection in the butt there. Really? They love giving injections in the butt I think they're there. just a little bit less kind of, you know, puritanical. As I tell you what they do. They lash out. They don't when they get less your prescription. Shy. They lash out. Not like the pharmacies here. I tell you, we attacked pharmacies in this podcast before. I don't know if that ever made it to air. But the pharmacies are very self-important over in Ireland now. Over in Spain, you go into the pharmacy and you're like, hi, yeah, I dropped my prescription last week as they failed. They're like, it's not ready. Um, <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. Whereas then in Spain, they just give you the whole box. Mm. It's like, yeah, whatever. Take the whole box. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want that? Yeah. And it's like, must take two tablets only. And they're like, here's 40. They just do it. So I was like, yeah, viva la España. Mm. I've got a, I'm like, my, my, I've got a cut on my cheek. Yeah, okay. Uh, you're going to take down your pants. Uh, <laughs> yeah. First, the butt injection. Put it in <laughs> there was a lot of COVID though. We're in Gran Canaria and there's a lot of COVID. They had to do, I did COVID test on two of the visits because she was like, we'll just do a test because I know you test yesterday, but a lot of time this week, people come here. They have the COVID. So I was like, okay, right. Oh, so, nice. But I didn't have the COVID. Yeah. Do you speak any Spanish? No, no. That's very good. You almost no, no, tried to say a few say, words. I was no, going to say, no, I was going to say like, oh, piquito, piquito. Oh, piquito. Um, no, I don't have Mexico a... Chico Latino or... Show me where I need to go. Find my, find my, find my love. Mm, my dolce vida. Oh. By... Jerry Halliwell? Jerry Halliwell. Oh. In, in a weird... Spice Girls. A weird yes, move no, that she did. Girls. Weird move. Why was she doing that Spanish thing? I think she was trying to lose her gingerness. She's a Tory now. Oh, yeah. Big she Tory. Not big a Tory. Tory. Did you not see her big uh, butcher's apron dress? Yes. I actually couldn't think of the word Union Jack. And butcher's apron is Butcher's also apron great. came butcher's to my head too. faster. I thought it was amazing how you just came up with them. <laughs> yeah, great job. Um, uh, yeah. What else? What else uh, did you do? Uh, we went to the beach. We could not swim at the nudie beach. That was upsetting because Why? the current was too currenty. So, and it's like, well, it's all well and good being at Nudie Beach, but if you can't swim at a beach, what's the point? And do you respect the sea? You must respect the sea. Really? And the, Well, the lifeguards were beeping their horns at people who were like paddling. They were like, 
Get out of that water. They were oh, really, really serious about it. Yeah, it was very serious. Red and did the horns go? Wow. Did they play a Mexican tune in yeah. Gran Canaria? <laughs> Gran Canaria did they go up to you? is absolutely like, fake. I posted up being in Gran Canaria and like, it's like a gay people's place, right? Mm. Lo- gay people and retired people love it, right? Mm. So retired people from Germany, Scandinavia, UK uh, and Ireland. Like, it's not a real place. No, it's not. It's a cartoon. Did you see any old bronze queens? I saw them um, bronzed queens. I saw so many bronzed boobies. Ah. Just like free in the wind. Yeah. I was like, yeah, let those girls swing. But they're not the, yeah, swing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like, you know, they're the, you know. I often find the reality of nudie beaches are not as as sexy as the the idea of nudie beaches. No. Yeah. No, it's all very business, really. Mm. Mm. And like the men, the gay nudie beach, when... When do your balls become so pendulous? Mm. What 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 decade is that? <laughs> like they are there there are men there and they're like Ugh, and they're like bending over to pick up their sun cream or whatever. And Something it's like swings and hits you in the face. They're dragging. Skin. It's like you leave your footprints on the beach. They also have a little trail from their balls. Like it is on. Was a raptor here? Yeah. You're looking at the beach, yeah. going, "Oh my god, was is there snakes on this beach? Yeah. <laughs> what is that trail? Oh, no, it's Seems old man balls. Snakes. The snake followed the man for about Un- two miles. Unbelievable. Couple of fag butts here. Unbelievable. I'm yeah. gonna get mine taken up when I'm that age. Well, they had those boxers. You know the old boxers that have like you know no no testicular support. I think we have had bras for a while, but I think we'll have a few more years on Bra them. boxers. I also will get them probably done. I've already had my balls operated on. I'll have a, I wouldn't mind it happening again. Just a nip tuck. Get them taken up get a little bit. Taken up in. a little bit. Yeah. No wrinkles. They I heard the other day you can only they have... Don't, they, don't, they don't tighten the way they used to. Get mine Botoxed. You know, like with a good boner. Remember like, remember like a 17-year-old boner? Oh, don't say that. And they would like become... And I'm not old, but like when I was 17, it would it would almost. I've, do I only have one ball now? This scrotum has now gone. <laughs> Fuck it, you know. But not in so much anymore. Mm. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. Does yours? You don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about 17 year olds boners. No. When you were 17, and you had like a boner, I'm not talking about. Oh my god. <laughs> What's the issue here? <laughs> Hello, my name is Dave Coffey and I'm the host of Phoning It In, the hilarious improvised phone-in show. It's like Joe Duffy's Liveline, except we make it all up on the spot. We've got a back catalogue of over 100 episodes featuring some of the best comedy performers in the country. People like Kevin McGahern, Alison Spittle, Killian Sunderman, Shane Dan Byrne, Joanne McNally, Michael Fry, Emma Doran, Peter McGann, Hannah Mamalus, Tony Cantwell and so many more. Join me, Dave Coffey, for phoning it in right here on the Headstuff Podcast Network. When they were, when the lifeguard came up to you, did he say, the sea is like barn, barn black because of current, because of so many currents? <laughs> oh my God. No, oh no, my God, that's I'm not it. Black out now. Anyway, okay. I'm so, ringing in my ears. So no, I, you know, we all have to do our bit. You know, that's a joke. Let's keep going. You Let's go. The Let's move on. Let's move on. Who's the sea? Where's that from? What is that? He's like a band. Vampire, the vampire lifeguard. Por qué? Por qué? There's so many. Cores. It was a lady lifeguard. Okay, okay. Pamela Anderson. Yeah, it was kind of like Pamela Anderson, well, except in a Range Rover. Mm. Do you know? I'm not a sun worshiper, though. I don't. Oh, me neither. I don't really get it. I worship. I worship the shade. 
I worship the night. I worship the night. Um, but I don't really get it. Like, oh, I'm going to lay out now. I'm just going to lay out. I don't like being that warm. I don't like sweating. Too hot. I don't like feeling the, the sensation of sweat. I don't like a little dribbly tickle down my armpit at all. Right. Do you so, not like uh, a nice heat, <laughs> <just> like, though? <laughs> I can't stand the cold, especially in a house. Is I, everything okay on this podcast? House. Yeah, everything's everything fine. Everything. Yeah. Am I? I'm just returning from abroad. I don't know. Yeah, you're back from abroad. I'm back from abroad. I was overseas. <laughs> Shane feels like this is a dream. I was overseas. I was. Over- I do feel a bit like this is a dream because I was just abroad yesterday. You were abroad. You just got in so late. And I was in. The, you're in the in the Grand Canaries. You're in the the, the continent of Africa, but they're mm. like it's Spain. It's yeah. Like, yeah, no, it's it is not. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing. And it's like welcome. And then I learned that there was a Canaries um, freedom movement who wanted to make the Canaries independent and they did a bomb and everything uh, but they stopped then did they? yeah they stopped then after that they were I like can, oh sorry I'm just picturing like hot bronzed terrorists and budgie smugglers <laughs> yeah 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 but it's Let probably really grim we are the Canaries take down your bronze I'm um, sorry <laughs> you're just in from the Canaries yeah where are our laser lights? Where's our laser pointers? Oh, uh, I know. Where's I our laser pointers? Where's your coral necklace? Where's our coral necklace? I got my hair braided. Um, <laughs> no, I was thinking <laughs> of trying to Did you not see anything you could have brought back? Yeah, I did. I bought a load of crap uh, while I was there. <laughs> but I meant to buy like something like silly like office. I, I'm actually sad you said that because I wanted to do some kind of joke. I was like, I'm just back from holidays. Look what I got. And then tell you all about it. Yeah. But I'm yeah. very low energy and I was late this morning. So I don't know. I'm in crisis. I mean, yeah. Are you? No, no I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm it's just... a weird thing because you're kind of just back from your holly bops. And I know you were kind of waiting. I mean, the new year was pretty much going to start the day after your holly bops. Which is and now. And you haven't really had a chance to even think about what your life is because you came from the flight pretty much to bed. In the bloody traffic. And in the traffic and then you're here. I, I, so yeah. it's kind of hard it's to be like, I, I, what do we, we want? Because we did the podcast very early this morning because I'm, <laughs> I'm also going on my holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was getting a, a train at the same time as the commuters. Ugh. Yeah, and it was so I was, I was sitting there and you know Sorry. I had my headphones in and I was just looking at all the other people looking out the window and you know something happens to you when you're listening to like morning music and you're looking out the window and I was just like sitting in it like I was in a film and I was like these guys don't realize I'm not actually a commuter <laughs> I'm different <laughs> from all of them you're kind of freelance just like you know <laughs> like died up and, uh, <laughs> and I'm imagining the camera zooming out and it's like that's me I just work a regular nine to five I'm just a regular guy but actually, at nighttime, I'm a totally different person. <laughs> and I want to thank you. My name's Killian. I'm a stand-up comedian. <laughs> giving me the best day of my life. What are we meant to feel watching Zooming this out. film? Are we happy I don't know. For it's you? just like, uh, I think when I'm on, I don't know what it is about getting a, a morning commuter train and I see people with their briefcases and I'm like, I'm different from you guys. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of think that it's all about me. And I re- I don't think... And any other moment than when I'm on a train and I'm sitting around loads of people just living their lives, I never feel more like the world. I'm the only person in the world and it's all about me or something or like it's a film and I'm in it. You know, when yeah, you're just yeah, kind yeah. of like tucking your hair that doesn't exist behind your ear, just going like looking out the window going like, hmm. But everything is kind of everyone's looking at me right now. <laughs> I'd say a relatable thing of that is also when like for people who aren't comedians would be like when you're you've kind of done a bit of a rollover and you're heading home mm-hmm. and you happen to be in like the you haven't slept but you're on that you're in there in mm. like in college you're in the kind of morning rush traffic yeah but you're kind of like I'm still drunk that's kind <laughs> that of what is, it's like I think that is dark that's dark always get a cab home even if you stayed up till 11 the next morning really don't get on the public transport it's just so dark no do you not find that I find that like I, can't I, I got the bus home I was up all night at a party in town. I got the bus home and I was like, 
what am I doing here? Mm. None, you were like, none of these people on the train know that I'm uh, Deirdre O'Kane. I'm like, <laughs> none of these people know that I'm a disgusting pig. But then I was <laughs> like, maybe they do know it's like that meme, look at me. Like that meme where they're like, uh, you know, none of these people know. They're like, we literally know. Everyone on the bus is like, oh, we know. We You're know. Disgusting. You disgusting. smell of alcohol. You smell like pig. party. <laughs> no, I think you should always get the cab home. It's not, don't, don't put yourself because then... Thing. Anyway, my party days are be are not behind me. I think. Oh, in many, yeah, ways, in many ways, absolutely aren't. In many ways, I'm more thinking of when you put music in though, and you kind of just think you're in a film mm. and a TV show, and kind of get really dramatic. And I, I get very swept up in that. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes I just literally imagine I'm in like Bicycle Thieves, and like someone's stolen my bike, and I have to pr I have to provide for my little boy and my wife in <laughs> post-war Italy, and I'm listening to like, you know, uh, I you were be the child. I was the little child. I'm like, my dad has lost his bike and I have to help him. The ladder him. and everything. Yeah, that do, you, bit. do you remember when you had like proper, a proper job, how many things you would actually do in a day compared to how many things you do in a day now? Because I would think if I was actually, I had to go into like a real job again and do the commute and like get in there at nine and sit there to five. Like if they were like, and can you do that? And can you get that done today? I'd be like, well, that's too many. Look, bro, I normally do three things a day. That's kind of my... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three things max, including phone calls. Right? They're so all done by 11. Of, you know, <laughs> like, do you remember the amount of shit you'd have to do in a day? Yeah. And how, like, not Dawson you'd have to do. <laughs> you'd have to do them. You'd have to do all the Especially things. Especially pre-COVID. Yes. There's not that many people commuting stuff. now, though. I was on the train with the regular people. I've seen they, them. They were all on the bloody road. They were all on the bloody road. I felt bad. I felt like a mug being on the road. I, I mean, a single person in a car. Gross. Sorry, Killian. I know you love the environment. I do, yeah. I think there's probably way worse ways that you're affecting the environment. It's not on us anyway. No, hang on. I can't be like that. No, be the change you want to see in the world. But I mean, can we not hold the, the companies really feet over the fire a bit harder mm. rather than this level of guilt? Yeah, and that shower that in, in, in Dahl Erden? <laughs> that shower in Dahl Erden? <laughs> Hunter Biden's laptop? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. This guy's speaking the truth over here. <laughs> yeah, well, I have Hunter Biden's laptop. Let me tell you, I have it downloaded. <laughs> and there is going to be Roderick O'Gorman. There is going to be trouble for Roderick O'Gorman. I, I, there used to be this guy in the local pub near my parents' house uh, who it was like, you know, this is like in 2008 or something like that. He was this mad old man, but he was like telling me, he was always telling me, he was like, I'm downloading the internet. Oh. He's like, one day the internet's going to go. And I'm downloading it. I've got loads of hard drives in my house. And uh, one day it's going to go and they're going to be like, oh, no, we need to bring the internet back. <laughs> I'm going to sell it to them. Millions. Billions. This was his idea. He was going to download the whole, the only person to download the entire. I mean, I don't know how much file size, but I'm imagining he just like his whole house was kind of like insulated with hard drives. And yeah. just terabytes. In a way, he invented cloud storage. In a way, yeah. In a way, Maybe yeah. he did. Who knows? He could be a billionaire now. A guy I know has a terabyte of porn. A terabyte of porn? Mm. A, ter a, single, a terabyte. Maybe more. Terabytes. That's too much. Isn't it? Is his name Peter McGann? I can't say. <laughs> no. I can't say. Weirdly, I've never talked about porn with Peter. Um, but that's too much. It's too much. That's weird. How would you get through it? Multiple screens. Probably, he's probably double, oh, quadruple screen. You know, he's probably like Tom Cruise in Minority Report. Like a sports bar in America, just screens all over. <laughs> <laughs> that would be... Would you go? It, well, you see, I'd it, say they have the that way, like, there was like an I worked in uh, Amsterdam. I worked yeah. in, the, in, in a sports bar and the way it is is people come in and they want to watch like I want to see the, you know, the the, the Miami Flamin' Grill House on this TV <laughs> and uh, I want to see name. the Texas, you know, flip the cup 
uh, you know, dippers on this screen. And they they really like come in and they want to mm. sit here and they want to have their team on this because all the games happen at the same time. So I imagine if you have some sort of, you know, porn yeah. thing, it's like, I want to have two girls, one cup yeah. over here. Me, I got to see two me girls, and my family are sitting here and we want two girls, one cup over here. Apparently that was real to be fake. Two girls, one cup. Was it? Yeah, the consumption was Can fake. we rebunk? It's, I, I'm Let's glad rebunk. that, no, I'm glad that's been debunked. That's because it's kind of like, I couldn't handle that. I and vividly remember I watching it. I vividly remember yeah, watching remember two watching, girls. We watched it, in, watch it with girls and everything. Wow. We all screamed. It was great. Yeah. Okay. It's been debunked. It's not, it's not what you think, but very effective for sure. There was a great sketch. Uh, one of the first kind of comedy sketches I saw. I think it was like College Humor or something like that. Do you remember mm. them? Yeah, they were great. They did. They, they were really good. They were really kind of set up sketch on the internet. But it was just the guy, the producer, talking to the girls before Two Girls, One Cup. This is Amy Schumer. Is, well, did she steal it? I don't know, but it was, I mean, I saw this in... Boot, Amy Schumer, boot. Wait, is it, can I tell the sketch? You can tell the sketch, or am I supporting? I don't know if I want to say what the sketch is now because I don't want to support genocide. Oh, it's very funny, but you don't, you're not supporting the Zionist Amy Schumer. Well, it's just the producer beforehand just going up to them and going like, yeah, just your regular lesbian scene. You guys are cool with that? And they're like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. That sounds good. And he's like, um, also just, yeah, your simple stuff, you know, a bit of back and forth. You guys kissing. That's cool. They're like, yeah, that's cool. Cool. Yeah, chill. Uh, take a shit in a cup. And then you guys kind of like eat the cup or whatever. Okay, so we'll uh, start you. <laughs> they're like, what? He's like, yeah, just your regular kind of, you guys are kissing a bit and then just mm. shit in a cup and then you're going to eat it or whatever. Put it in your mouth. Uh, is that cool? You cool with you guys? I don't know. I haven't seen the video, so mm. I don't actually know what happens in it, but I imagine that's what happens. Did did you never see Two Girls, One Cup? No. Never, get it on this is like saying, this is like saying I haven't seen The Godfather. It's like... <laughs> I, have, I, have, <laughs> I haven't seen similar. The Godfather, but I have seen Two Girls, One Cup. Yeah. And I have seen LemonParty.org. Okay, so you've seen two of the three greatest films. <laughs> 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 I love Lemon Party. I find Lemon Party super cute. It's, I'm not it, I think it just it. got added to the Criterion Collection. Lemon Party. Yeah. <laughs> And then have it, you're, you're there in the closet. Oh, I gotta get lemon party. We saw this. I don't know if you've seen this. A bunch of old men sucking each other off. It's um, that was the one which, when you typed it in, uh, the 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 browser would pop up. But for some reason, they had it programmed that it would jump around. Yes, yeah, so you couldn't. So click you could You try click it, and it would jump away. You'd be like, you know, when you get flustered in those situations, you're trying to click it. Uh, it's and, and it just sounds so cute. Lemon party. It did also have a funny whistling in the background, like. Yeah, that was pretty loud. Something like that. So it kind of like fill up your speakers. It was basically like the put that on so that this is something that is so abrasive and so, you know, crazy. Do you know crazy. the worst one of those that I've ever heard? What? Some person, this is in college, someone, do you know the, when you open your laptop up or something like that and it goes, dun, 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 mm-hmm. or something like that, if you don't have your phones in, someone programmed, reprogrammed the noise of that on someone else's laptop uh, in DIT. It was called DIT back then. It's TUD now. Um, they reprogrammed it to be like that orgasm noise. Yeah. That one. Uh. Yeah. And and it was before that noise was ubiquitous and people could recognize it. Mm. So it was just sounded like. And they so the, the guy opened his laptop in the library. <gasps> and it just went big orgasm noise. Oh, my God. If I heard that, I'd be like, what a fucking legend. This guy must be getting <laughs> reams of... Flange. That would kill me. <laughs> you know. Another one that happened far less is my friend was uh, studying um, in college and uh, he was just watching a play in the library because he had to do some research on it. And then uh, he was like going to take a break. So he took his earphones out and he realized he had not inserted the 
oh, earphone baby. jack properly and the entire the entire play had <laughs> just been playing at full volume in the middle of the library and <laughs> he just turned to the person next to him and he's like has that been playing the whole time and they were like yeah he's like why, why didn't you tell me it's oh like, my god yeah, that doesn't happen anymore or if you pull your earphones out or any of that stuff doesn't happen anymore the young people don't know no because the if, it was, know, if it was Bluetooth loses a connection it just goes on pause it goes on pause now they mm, have that set up they have that set up guys I'm I'm about to go to America yes Yes. and I'm going through customs mm. last time we went through customs they took us to the back room and they grilled us and the only reason we managed to get on our plane was um, because uh, the plane was delayed so we well, so I'm really I'm nervous we're going to get there hours and hours before but I really need to I need some help getting through what can they, you guys ask me some questions or kind of just I don't know get, anything, guide I, me through I'm okay. looking for guide right, me finish through finish the sentence yeah Allah who you are bad or you're bad or not bad but no just, I respect all of it. yeah oh, actually we were looking for that's a la carte. what they are we looking for a la carte <laughs> a la carte for the lounge a la carte for you're the not lounge. even in customs yet this okay. is just the Erlingus lounge <laughs> I've never been to America so I'll just um, I don't know what they ask in there so they're like you ever caught a gator yeah, uh, yes no 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 <laughs> you lily livered son of a bitch yes Yes, looks good. <laughs> Am I doing well? You ever been on a hovercraft? <laughs> uh, yes. Let's ask, ask you some. We the, when we were the, the kind of questions they asked. First of all, we did J ones, you know, and that's why they were they just were grilling us because of our J ones, you know. Mm-hmm. You hadn't done anything wrong, which is what you have to keep reminding yourself of because when they take you aside, they find things very suspicious for like no reason, and and like like I my letter for my J one was sent from an office in Maine. They were the, because that's where the, the people, CIE or the organization, it's an office in Maine. I was flying to New York. So the guy behind the desk was like, so you're going to New York? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, this letter's from Maine. And I was like, yeah. And he went, that's a different state. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, yeah, it is. But you're saying this as if suddenly, like even though I know that's not about, that makes no sense why it's wrong. I was sitting there going, oh my God, it's a different state. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm fucked. Yeah. I'm going down. I'm going down. So they they kind of like, they really, it's really arbitrary. The reason, like Anna was um, getting grilled, like proper, taken to the back room and they were grilling, grilling her. And he was like, what were you doing? What were you doing while you were in America? What were you doing? And she was like, I don't know. I was just like, you know, doing an, an, an internship and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, but what were you doing? You were there for a long time. Like, what were you doing? And he was like, for ages and ages, our flights, like, we think we've missed our flight and stuff like mm. that. And then Anna just goes, I don't know, like, my mom, my mom visited me. And he's like, oh, you're, oh, your mom visited you. She was like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, why, why did, what did you guys do? And she's like, I, I, we, we went, we just went to like, you know, the East Village and we kind of cut some bagels. And he's like, oh my God. Oh yeah, that sounds sure. That's it. Well, welcome. And he's like stamping her past. Going, welcome to America. I don't know. He just he liked that her mum visited. Something what about do they, that. What do they want? What, what do, do they, they want? All right, here's one for you. Right? Is there American people in the airport in Dublin? Yeah, they do the customs in Ireland because so many Irish people go. So they uh, so they have the customs there. So if you, if you don't get in, you can just get a taxi home. But that some people think that makes them more likely to say no to you because they know that they're not sending you all the way across the Atlantic. All right, here's one. Okay. Gillian, yeah. can you describe a challenging project that you worked on and how you handled it? <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I distinctly remember uh, when a, 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 the project being uh, me trying to bring um, sort of a, a Second Amendment kind of situation to Ireland. <laughs> and, 
and just kind of like, you know, <laughs> believing in, uh, you know, some people were kind of freedom of speech and all that. And I was really like, yeah, I thought that was, I speak my mind and I respect other religions except is Islamic ones. <laughs> Sorry, I do want to say when I said finish the sentence Allah, I obviously did not believe that all Muslim people are, you know what I mean? I just feel like that's what they're looking you for. You were doing the character of a, I don't think that yeah, needs okay, to be explained. Yeah, okay, just to be sure. Okay, okay. So, d d d would you let me in? Um, yeah, I suppose. I mean, I'd let everyone in, you know? <laughs> Why not? I mean, uh, yeah, it's I'm, all arbitrary, I, these whole... Yeah, I just want to say I'm equally indifferent to all religions because they're all wrong. Good point. So, wait, even Catholicism? Wrong. Uh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. They're all wrong. There is nothing. And ultimately, there is nothing. We are we are alone. And that's okay. The way you started and saying that was like almost like you were on morning TV. You know, there is nothing. And coming up to the show. No, <laughs> is there anything at all? Well, theism has taken a knock <laughs> over the last number of years with a lot of people walking away from organized religions. Where are they going? Now our next guest, Tony Cantwell, will tell us about what he's been doing in the absence of devoting himself to faith or worshipping a, a leader of sorts. Tony, what have you been doing and why did you get so wet doing it? <laughs> I look at the primal animals. I look at <laughs> I look at kind of becoming an animal, becoming animalistic. Um, I've gotten really out of this whole bipedal kind of thing. Mm. I'm kind of quadruped now, climbing on my hands and knees. I'm quadruped. That's on hands and knees. Is That's it? hands and feet, and I'm kind of getting into my kind of ape movement stuff. Right now, I've been working with a movement coach who's been really helping me with that. Um, he says he can really make the most of my very long arms. Um, I've been eating what I find. You do have long, apish arms. I do have long, apish arms. So you're lucky in that regard. I'm lucky in that regard. I'm climbing trees. I'm actually very good at climbing trees. Uh, I've just been scavenging. I've been getting very sick. <laughs> I've been getting very sick. I've been eating a lot of berries and kind of mushrooms and things that I find on the ground. But I have felt more in tune with the truth that it's all bullshit and nothing is real. Well, that's great. Nothing is real. Mm. Israel? Um, Blue um, Monday, but should it be blue all the time? Uh, recent studies have shown that there is no God and everyone should really, I mean, when you look at it, there's no meaning to anything at all. And we should just kind of accept that and then maybe hopefully move on with our lives. But, you know, if we don't, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> and is that not, I sometimes think, is that not all the more reason to be nice to each other? Yeah. The deep loneliness mm. and the vast expanse of this ever egg, expanding infinite universe, always growing, will never reach the edge of it. Truly, uh, truly lonely existence. Mm. Not all the more reason to be kind to each other, I to do, extend I do that, friendship you know, to your fellow man. Uh, or do we go the nihilist route and there no, is no you're, laws? You're not, you're not wrong. Do we kill the infinitely? You know, the infinite <laughs> expanse of the infinite, in, uh, you know, of the internet and also of the universe, you know, that kind of would, would fill me more with sort of this this expanding sort of feeling of dread and uh, and that, that that sort of like, you know, nothing really matters and, and that, we're, we're, you know, that's sort of the, the, the ways, vibe. The, the, you know, who's, who's to stop me what? cutting some bitch up, you know? Yeah, that's what who's I think. Who's to stop me mm. taking out a Glock and filling up Tony here with lead top to bottom? <laughs> oh, who's to stop me? Well, who says that's right or wrong? You I'm know? actually yeah. a Terminator, so we can, I'm actually a Terminator, so. God, God right. God, God, a good, a good God would, would tell you that's wrong. Why are you there, God? It's me, Shane. Can you hear me? I'm going to fucking kill and maim anyone I want because I feel so desperately alone because capitalism has left me empty inside. Are you there, God? Are you listening to that? Show us, do us something. What are you doing for us lately, God? Where's the magic? Do you ever notice that? Do you ever notice that? Oh, years ago, oh, the Deuteronomy and, and Methuselah did this. Where's the magic now, God? It's true. 
And now, after the break, we'll be talking to Anna Geary about being an athlete and um, pregnancy and all the rest. You're alone, life is getting lonely, you can always go downtown. I'm going to be on tour, go to my um, link tree. Or go to my Instagram and click on a little link and you'll see all the lovely little dates there. Hopefully come to a town near you, near you. Still to be announced is I don't have a Galway date and I don't have a London date or a Belfast date. But they're going to happen, and I swear. But I'm going to be coming to Dublin and uh, Wicklow and Cork and uh, Limerick and Dundalk and yeah. Blanchardstown oh. and Holt and somewhere else as well. I'm so going the to accent loads too, of places as well and they're all over Ireland but I'm also going to London on the 27th of this month so if you please buy oh tickets my. maybe it's 28th actually oh shit check my the Queen uh, oh. of England yes I'm going over to replace the Queen um, <laughs> well pretty weird choice but I'll, t- they, I'll take they it they someone at random nowadays yeah mm-hmm. we're in Soho Soho um, we, uh, 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 how's when, your book coming along it's good maybe, uh, maybe I'm going count? maybe I'm going insane I'm not going to give you a word count because I the people Three. who have asked me to write this, the same My people who published Joyce, uh, are are probably oh they might listen to this and I don't want to get in trouble. But let's just say I'm basically done. Great. Um, uh, it's driving me insane. I'm going a bit mad, but he's I think writing it's good. on a typewriter and he has to count the words manually. That's insane. <laughs> so it's crazy. Yeah, you shouldn't do no, that. I, I, my parents do it for me. They count. Oh, great. <laughs> Can I ask you a bit of inside baseball question? Yes. Of like, how, what is actually your process for getting stuck into writing something? There might be people here who have to like sit down and do some deep work. Like, how do you find you're able to get into the best flow in what kind of setting? Can I? Public libraries yeah. are the best place to write mm-hmm. because, uh, first of all, you are self-aware of the screen that you are working on mm. because it's not a uh, private little screen. Mm. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. It's not like your little laptop, which you, you can, cannot wank. You can shroud around <laughs> a public library. Everyone can see where you're doing. So I have the Google Docs open and I am typing because I'm aware of people around me. Mm-hmm. And then once you start tapping away, um, once you start tapping away, it starts going. But start action precedes motivation. You have yes, to start yes, 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 before yes. you get motivated, and then the motivation comes. And sometimes. Sometimes you start writing and it feels like there's nothing coming and you're like wringing a dry towel and nothing's coming out. Just get up and go for a walk and then come back to it. Okay. Uh, I say that, but I'm really banging my head off a keyboard going, this is not a book. This is this is barely a monograph. Maybe it's so wow. much more than a book. <laughs> Imagine it fucking blows up. Imagine it's like, Look, like there's this Irish book. Like they're like Drew Barrymore's talking oh about it. Like God. this book. You gotta read it. It's about fucking bushes and shit. If that, ha- I I would be happy at so much less than that. Like the level of success for me in this is just so the bar is so low. Can we see it in the east? Um, but anyway, I, I I I'll maybe talk more about what the subject matter and stuff. Will but, it be about uh, Christmas? No, no. Oh yeah, this Christmas. Yeah, yeah, it will be. Sorry, I thought. Is it about Christmas? No. I'm like no, that would be so. Be about Christmas. Is it about Christmas? <laughs> That'd be a weird question. Um, but, yeah. uh, can I say because you guys. A tour, tour, yeah. uh, no tour, but uh, Bureau de Change tickets, please go mm. to that. And also, if you want to support this podcast, this very podcast, uh, you can. And there's another, people are always messaging going, oh, I, I, every Thursday I have to wait for the wait for the thing. It's only once a week. Can, we do another episode Whole every episode, week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is better than this one. Can you believe that? People are often like, I listen to the bonus ones. And I'm like, that's better. There's a, uh, 
like this is incredible, obviously, but the bonus is a little bit wilder, a little bit looser, mm. and we really it's really like a peek behind the curtain. It feels like a warm embrace. It feels like you're at a poker table with your friends and uh except and your pants are off. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, your pants kind are off. There's a Spanish man injecting you and yeah. it's it's great. Uh so be a young It's kind of like being in a lad chat like you see some awful shit where they're sharing images of crazy shit cuz mm. it's like a real fucking laddie kind of fucking lad chat well, kind of group. Not, no, I I think it's it's welcoming for all It's genders. welcoming but like it's fucking men like No, it's mad. I would yeah, it's welcoming for all genders I would say. Yeah, 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 but like, well, mainly fucking lads, right? Yeah. Lads, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the young hot guys, thank you. Bye. I love you. Bye. Attractive, very attractive. Hot, loud, and a little bit sad. He was the best guy around. Oh my, oh my, is it hot in here or what? You're an attractive guy. It's the fabulous Tony Cantwell. I'm talking about Shane Daniel Burns.